ever had a casserole? No. Oh. Where would I get a casserole? I feel like you would just <laughs> make it. I make some casseroles every now and then. Yeah, I like to embody my inner caring. Make a casserole. <laughs> Finally, welcome to another episode of Hella Nostalgic, a podcast where we kick back and reminisce while recapping episodes of our favorite nostalgic television shows. I'm Monica. And I'm Sue. And we are back, y'all. Sue, how are you? How's life? Give us an update on what you've been doing. Uh, I'm fine. I've just been working. That it. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's changed. I've been listening to the Taylor Swift Red album. Oh, yeah. Her new, her re-release album. It's been on repeat. Really? Yeah. Happy to be (laughs) back from our hiatus. I think life for me just got a little wild. And I'm like working 50 hours a week. And I had to wrap, pack, and ship almost 300 orders by myself for my Etsy store. And I just couldn't fit editing this podcast in my schedule, but finished most of my Etsy stuff. So I think we're going to be back on track. Good job. Today, we will be recapping season one, episode 12 of Degrassi, The Next Generation, Wannabe. In this episode, Paige is leading Spirit Squad tryouts, and Manny is determined to impress Paige and make the squad. However, Emma believes that cheerleading is sexist creating friction between the two best friends and meanwhile JT and Toby are trying to win a a million Canadian dollars by winning a Pringles contest so the original air date of this episode wannabe was February 3rd 2002 so I checked the top song during this time and it was the same it was either you got it bad by Usher or how you remind me by Nickelback and because <laughs> I don't want to do Nickelback, what is your favorite Spice Girls song? It's Stop. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, it's very bubbly. I like it. I always had it on repeat. Do, do you remember Spice World, the movie? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, that was the first time I asked my mom to take me and a friend to the movies. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh <laughs> I I was obsessed with the fashion in that movie. Yeah. And do you remember the aliens? No. I've only seen that movie once. Oh, really? Like Jesus? I never rewatched it. Yeah. Well, it, they came across a bunch of aliens <laughs> and they all had the this shrunken head mask. And that you was sure like, that yeah. was Spice World? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm hella <laughs> sure. I watched that movie so many times. Okay. But my dad had that exact shrunken head mask. Ew, why? And, and he wore it to my elementary school Halloween parade. <laughs> and he scared many children with that mask alone. Aww. Icon. But my favorite Spice Girls song is Wannabe. I think... This was the first music video I remember watching on TRL when I was like five was Wannabe. Yeah, me and my sister were like big Spice Girls fans. We had their first album and second album on cassette 
and CD. Did you guys pretend to be the Spice Girls? Shit, probably. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Spice Girl? Yeah, it was Ginger Spice. Ooh. Yeah, I got really sad when she quit the group. Oh, yeah. Huh? And then they yeah. sang that song, Goodbye. Yeah, oh. I remember like my brother making fun of me about it. Because he oh. knew Ginger Spice was my favorite. Mm. And he was like, are you sad she left? <laughs> so mean. Yeah, I remember crying too when I, <laughs> when I heard that she was leaving the group. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. I think I also loved Posh Spice back then, but now I think she kind of sucks. Why? Like the... the- character of posh spice yeah no i I don't have anything against victoria beckham but (laughs) (laughs) but i think my adult self would probably like ginger spice and scary spice Mm. yeah i think as an adult i i still like ginger spice yeah wasn't she also called sexy spice no I'm really I'm sure that somebody was also called Sexy Spice, no. but then they changed it to Ginger Spice. It was probably posh. Should we Google it? Yeah, Let's Google see. it real quick. Jerry Halliwell was originally named Spi- Sexy Spice, but they had to change it to Ginger Spice to cater for their younger audience. Mm. I wonder if they even chose their own names. I have no clue. Probably not. Yeah. Wannabe, let's talk about it. But yeah, Paige, Hazel, and Oscar, they're being interviewed by Liberty about starting a cheerleading team at Degrassi. And then Manny, she shows up in this all-purple fit and tells them that she wants to try out for the squad. It's weird because she does three cartwheels and they're very impressed. Well, I'm... (laughs) I don't know. I just I mean her form was really good, I thought. Right, that's what Paige thought too. But yeah, I know... it was good, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, sure. I can't do cartwheels, <laughs> so I can't say nothing. But Cassie Steele apparently she did gymnastics, so she's probably doing her own stunts in this. And yeah. She also does more gymnastics in season three. Oh nice. Yeah. Okay, so she does improve on camera, at least. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Maybe she did that on purpose, just to show character growth. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think they thought too hard about it. (laughs) Okay. During video announcement, Paige calls for both girls and boys to try out for the squad. I think that cheerleading was a male-dominated sport up until World War II or something. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Emma, she's complaining that cheerleading is sexist. And she annoyed me in this episode because she was shaming Manny. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, Shaming Manny, her best friend, for wanting to join the squad. Yeah. I don't know why... um... Manny didn't say anything when Emma made that comment after watching Paige's video. Like, she just nods in agreement. No, doesn't she say something? She's like, cheerleading is so in. 
What cheerleading is huge, more popular than ever. So are a lot of things that are just sexist and wrong. How can it be sexist if there are guys? I bet the guys will be wearing tight sweaters and miniskirts. Oh, you know, she's essentially pointing out that the sport is objectifying women. But when Emma writes that article calling cheerleaders bimbos, I think her age really shows. Because I think Emma, she's very much somebody who looks down on girls who love makeup and dresses and pink or, you know, things that are traditionally more feminine. Mm-hmm. And I think that seems to be the case when she's talking to Manny about Hazel and Paige. Paige, Hazel, are you going to, like, do, like, your colors, like, together, like? And, like, side note, any feminism that shames other women for what they like is not the feminism for me. But I also feel <laughs> like that is such a middle school girl thing, right? You either love all the girly mm-hmm. shit or you despise it. Yeah. And, it's I remember, part of that phase. Because mm-hmm, I remember girls in middle school and high school being kind of, like, slut shamey they're always like very obviously slut shaming people yeah or like I think because expressing any sort of sexuality was a bit surprising for a lot of girls who were never exposed to that so their reaction is going to be like oh bunch of bimbos Mm, yeah yeah Yeah. but it's like why look at a short skirt or a tight sweater as something sexual um I think it could be stemming from insecurity again. Yeah. I mean, I also think that Emma is seeing it through the lens of the male gaze, but with her 12-year-old brain. Yeah, but does this show... Because they never really gave any closure on that plot. Right. Like, like is the show saying that Emma was right? If I think they're saying that even though you disagree with it, you should still support your friend. And I think that was maybe the the lesson there. Okay. I I'm not, I can't be I was annoyed by Emma, but also she's 12 years old. <laughs> so, when you when you first watched this episode as yeah. a kid, did you did you w- agree with Emma at the time or did you did you already see feminism in a different way? You know, I think as a kid I probably agreed with Emma. But I also Mm. thought that she should support her friend. Mm -hmm. Like in middle school, I feel like I was more like slut shaming and like, oh, bimbos. But now it's like, oh. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to lie. I I was like that too. Yeah, I mean, I feel like everybody I knew in middle school, like especially during our day, nowadays people in middle school may not think that way. But during our time, I feel like that was such a thing. Like, oh, yeah these girls think that she's a bimbo or a slut or something mm-hmm. and you know which is not something we do now no it's not yeah I have learned the errors of my ways yeah. and like I said I think it's because that we weren't exposed to much people expressing their sexuality especially at our age mm-hmm. and again it could be that you know, conservative, at least for me, my conservative mom in regards to sexuality. Yeah, just uh, we were raised Catholic too. Yeah. So so I'm sure that played a significant role in how we perceived other girls. Exactly. This had me thinking about gender roles in the Filipino household, specifically our own experiences. 
I have two older siblings and I'm the youngest. My sister is the oldest and my brother is the middle child. And as girls growing up, me and my sister were expected to do the laundry, clean, wash the dishes, fold the clothes. And my brother, he he's a very neat person for the most part. He always cleaned his own room and he vacuumed once in a while without anybody asking him to. So he was praised by my mother for being neat. But, you know, he never did the dishes. He never did his own laundry. He never folded the clothes. But if I didn't do any of those things, then I was called lazy. And I was called lazy so many times because I just wanted to do what my brother did. And, you know, it's like, why do I have to fold the clothes for the entire household if I did the dishes and the laundry? I also used to not do things out of spite because I was kind of a rebellious child. And Mm. I... I used to ask my mom, like, oh, why doesn't my brother do the dishes if, you know, if she got mad at me for not doing them? And she would flat out say, he's a boy. It's a girl's job. Or if he vacuumed. Yeah. Or if he vacuumed, he was like, oh, look, your brother's vacuuming. (laughs) You're doing it because you're the girl. And I was like, what? So my brother would always get away with a lot more things because he was a boy. And he was praised for doing, like, things that we were expected to do Mm -hmm. as women so I don't know if you're if you experienced something like that no not at all it was definitely the reverse in our house um the the men in our house did all the housework Yeah, because with my Lola and Lolo, they definitely followed old school gender roles. My Lola was a housewife and stayed at home, Mm -hmm. did all the housework, took care of the kids. And my Lolo was the one that went to work like he was the breadwinner. Mm -hmm. But with my parents' generation, the roles were reversed. It seemed, at least within my family, the females of the family were the ones that went to work mm-hmm. full time and it was the men their husbands that stayed home and watched the kids and did the housework wow. yeah I'm kind of seeing that shift in roles within like me and my brother's generation too mm-hmm. yeah like my brother is the main caregiver of the kids while his wife works full-time and some of my distant relatives um they don't really have any set roles like it seems like there's an equal divide Mm -hmm. of the goals of the household like both are working full-time but yeah but I guess to relate to your experiences as a kid Mm -hmm. I I don't think my parents ever like discriminated housework between me me and my brother yeah like he he had to do a bunch of shit I had to do a bunch of shit we both had to do it (laughs) anyways Paige tells Manny to show them her cartwheels in the cafeteria in front of everybody Manny there you are let's see that awesome cartwheel again I was like (laughs) Jesus just let her eat first I also wanted to point out Paige and Hazel's makeup. It was like frosted eyeshadow and Hazel had like lip gloss. <laughs> Did you partake in this trend? 
during your middle I school? I did, yeah. yeah. Man, why did I do that? <laughs> what the yeah. frosted eyeshadow yeah. and the lip gloss? Yeah, both like blue frosted eyeshadow that yes. looks silver. Yeah. And it like goes on really thick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I... just that, no eyeliner or anything. <laughs> just <laughs> just that eyeshadow. on my eyelid. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't wear eyeshadow in middle school, but I did love lip gloss. But mm-hmm. I remember the first time I wore lip gloss, it was in elementary school. And I showed up wearing lip gloss and I had like my hair up. And one of my friends was teasing me. She was asking if I was trying to impress my fourth grade crush. <laughs> so I took it off right then. And I was like, no. <laughs> and I fucking wiped it off. <laughs> and I took my hair down. I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm not trying to. Poor Monica. <laughs> Was it that like a juicy lips brand? That's probably not even the name of the brand. I don't remember. But do you I, know what I'm talking about? I like, know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like it came in like different scented mm-hmm. fruits. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. I always uh, had strawberry and my hair always stuck to my lips because it was so sticky. Yeah. But after school, Paige and Hazel want to hang out with Manny, so they walk to her house. And I just want to point out Paige's long furry brown coat and her small fuzzy blue backpack. <laughs> like they're they're holding their binders because they can't fit. They can't fit it in that yeah. small ass backpack. Yeah. I feel like Paige can only hold a mini pad from the last episode in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably all there is in there. Yeah, she's like, Emma, you need a pad. <laughs> but I've yeah. got four in my backpack. <laughs> <laughs> it's stuff. This is all I could fit in there. But I did notice they're decorated binders. Did you decorate your binders in middle school, high school? Yeah. Lisa Frank. Well, oh, no, shit. I think that was like more elementary school. Yeah, I don't remember Lisa actually, Frank. but yeah, I was all about Lisa Frank. I decorated my shit in high school so I had Degrassi photos in high school in my binder and then photos of Jimmy probably Aubrey Graham Aubrey Graham and Cassie (laughs) Steele and I also had tickets from all the baseball games I went to so in Manny's room Hazel Manny and Paige they're rating guys but I guess we shouldn't be rating boys perfect little Emma would say it's sexist I spy an NSYNC poster in Manny's room. She has a couple of posters. One of them looked like Backstreet Boys too, but I wasn't sure. Emma calls Manny and she's playing this computer game on her computer. Do I you... thought that was so funny. Yeah. Do you remember like playing computer games or did you have any computer games? In, I did. Uh, what you play? It came for free on the Mac. You know those uh, colorful Macs that mm-hmm. came out in the early 2000s mm-hmm. where they kind of look like candy balls? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like I it was blue, so. pink, purple. Yeah. Yeah, it came with the Mac. It was called Bugdom. And you were a small beetle that had to rescue your beetle girlfriend. from the evil beehive and you went through like this whole backyard full of bugs trying to attack you it was fun I like the music in the game 
did you ever play an I, I don't know what it was called but I played this all the time it was like a learning game but you played like two aliens and there's a bunch of mini games um involving math I believe or some of them involved math but mm-hmm. God. Was it on a CD-ROM it was uh, it wasn't like Britannica's CD-ROM or something I don't even know what that is Britannica yeah you've never heard of Britannica no what's Britannica it it's that company that makes um encyclopedias oh Mm-mm. never heard of it Mavis Beacon I don't know <laughs> you don't know Mavis Beacon no the, the typing learning how to type oh yeah software. I definitely that's the reason why I learned how to type so well yeah same thank you Mavis Beacon yeah thanks <laughs> 90 words per minute <laughs> did you ever play the sims no okay that was like a big game in like the early 2000s um still obsessed with the sims i play i just got off sims 3 but I'm, sims I, 3. yeah i finally got to sims 4 i've played the app version um it's, it's probably not the same it's definitely not the same <laughs> mm, i remember going to your house one time uh-huh. well, uh i was in high school uh-huh. and you were in the living room on the family computer uh-huh and I was like, what you doing? And then you're like, I- I'm downloading new Sims furniture. I'm so excited. Oh, my God, really? <laughs> Probably, <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> that memory stuck with me. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't know what Sims was. <laughs> and I was like, Sims furniture. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally me. Yeah, now, still <laughs> at 29, <laughs> I still get excited about downloading Sims new, furniture. New furniture. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny, Sims 4, they have a Filipino food stand. Oh. Yeah. So they okay. serve lumpia, uh em, what is it? Emsinada? Empanada? No, Emsinada. Or en- Ensimada? Yeah, Ensimada. There you go. Okay. Lumpia Ensinada, uh, what else they got there? Adobo? Pork adobo? Okay. And what else? They have something else. I forgot what it was. Sinigong. Yeah. No. Nah. No. I don't remember. Pancit. No. I forgot what it Dang, was. What kind of food stand is this? <laughs> <laughs> did you have Neopets? I did. I loved Neopets. Same. Yeah. Pretty sure my pets are skeletors now <laughs> neopets doesn't exist anymore it doesn't no i oh, was weird. i tried to play <laughs> i tried oh, to go and did, play like, it like recently yeah. mm-hmm. like less than a year ago i was like mm, i want to go on neopets <laughs> it, it wasn't there anymore oh okay but anyway emma calls manny and she says manny says she's too sick to come over but then she hears Paige talking shit in the background. Was she talking shit? It didn't seem like she Yeah, was. she was just kind of like uh, trying to save the world from cheerleading. <laughs> oh. The next day at cheer tryouts, Paige, she's wearing a princess shirt. And 
Sorry, I don't know why you I wrote notice that. all her clothes. I, I love Paige's <laughs> clothes. And I did notice the use of girl in this episode. Mm-hmm. It's so annoying to me. <laughs> I don't know about that, girl. That was, the, yeah, that took me out a little bit from the yeah. show. It, it didn't so sound fake. natural at yeah, all. It sounded yeah. so fake. And I was like, oh, I hate this. Poor Manny. She had to deliver that line somehow. Anyway, a wild Emma appears from the cuts to stare at Manny with much <laughs> salt behind the glass of the door. And that's after that, Emma decides to write an article for the grapevine. She gives it to Liberty and she's wearing these red cowboy boots that she is very proud of. What was up with the boots? Did she buy them because of the Pringles can? I, I think so. She was oh, like, okay. I, I'm going to splurge. And she <laughs> she saw those she's red like, cowboy boots. It's the opposite of what you should be doing. <laughs> <laughs> Emma's article is titled, How Can We Advance as Women If Some of Us Insist on Wearing Short Skirts and Dancing Like Bimbos? And uh, we already talked about this, mm-hmm. but it's like, calm down, Emma. I also don't think the school, would the school allow that, the word bimbos in their grapevine i don't know i don't think so but it doesn't seem like they have a staff editor though it's just liberty yeah it's just liberty and emma (laughs) and then sometimes ashley i guess i feel like emma did write this article not because she was so like passionate about the subject but i think she was just doing it out of jealousy right jealousy of what though that Manny was hanging around Paige. I mean, that's why she got angry in the first place. Is because she lied and said that she was sick, but she was just hanging uh, out with Paige. Oh, okay. Oh, she didn't want to lose her friend. Anyway, Emma shows Paige and Manny the article, and then Manny gets angry and she crumples it up. Nice, Emma. So I'm a bimbo too. Yeah, I feel like when Emma said, you think you could just drop me like a hot potato? That just makes me believe that Emma made that article just out of spite or just out of hurt, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think Manny's patient as fuck, and she's just trying to explain that all she wants to do is become a cheerleader. Yeah. yeah. But I do feel bad when Manny tells Emma that Emma's so boring that she wants to scream. Like her <laughs> face, I felt so bad for Emma. Her <laughs> face is so sad. Uh, yeah. Was that... It sounded like there is some truth to that, though. Like, I don't think she was saying she was making up things. Right. No, she was saying what she really felt. Mm. Yeah, I was kind of wanting them to start pulling hair. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bathroom. I think <laughs> Manny would win, though. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Manny later finds Hazel and Paige at the, I think it's the gym, ripping out Emma's article from all the copies of The Grapevine. I mean, you do want a spirit squad. Of course. Then prove it. And later, Emma goes to Mr. Simpson about her article being ripped out of all the copies of the newspaper, and he goes to ask Paige about it. And... I know that Manny was seemed like she was going to own up to it, but Paige, Paige quickly accuses Hazel of being the one to rip all of them out. 
In the hallway, Manny confronts Paige about throwing Hazel under the bus. Well, don't, okay? Not if it means dragging me into your dirty work. My dirty work? You were there too. Yeah, I ripped one newspaper. One? More like all. Or at least that's what I'll tell Mr. Simpson if you don't shut up. And in the background, a wild Emma appears yet again, <laughs> out of the cuts again, staring behind the glass of the door again. Paige, you are the one who's like, who's he gonna believe? You or me? Let's go find out. Manny, what is your damage? You, Paige. You better watch your mouth. Or what? You'll spread lies about me? Deface my locker? Just try it. And then she steps up. And it was fierce. And she stares Paige down. Yeah. And she's a foot shorter than Paige, but that stare down was great. And Manny was not fucking around. And people are starting to notice Manny stepping up to Paige and basically challenging her. And Paige backs down. FYI, your attitude sucks. Good luck taking the squad. I read that the N actually censored part of that for some reason. They cut out, FYI, your attitude sucks. Why? I don't know. But FYI? Yeah, they Did, cut Maybe out. they didn't know what FYI is. <laughs> I have no idea why they cut that out. Weird. Yeah, they okay. just they just cut to good luck making the squad. <laughs> wow. Okay. But later on, Emma goes to Manny's house and they make up on the porch. What are your thoughts on Emma? Because I haven't really asked you about that. What kind of character do you think she'll be in the future? Um, I'm hoping. Well, this is what I hope she will be. I hope she will grow out of that kind of pseudo-feminism vibe that she has going on mm-hmm. but I, I have a feeling that her character is going to continue that okay. in like future episodes I don't want to spoil it but another okay. yeah another thing comes up where okay. it's like wait you're a feminist but you don't believe in that okay but you, you'll see you'll see okay but what about Manny? What are your thoughts on Manny? And same question, I, what kind of character I do you really think I really like her. Yeah. Yeah, she's... She, I think her, her patience with Emma is very mature for mm-hmm. her age. I, I don't think I would have reacted the same way Manny did if a friend was like that to me about something that I was proud of doing. Right. Throughout the series... Manny always shows that she's a better friend than Emma to Emma. Mm-hmm. I guess you'll see more of that. Yeah. Let's quickly talk about the B story. So JT and Toby are trying to win a Pringles contest. If you get the Ace of Clubs and the Ace of Spades chip can, then you win a million Canadian dollars. So they have the Ace of Spades and they see that Liberty has the Ace of Clubs. So she wants to get in on that million smackers. Um, so the Pringle stuff, it reminded me of like all my favorite snacks in the nineties and two thousands that are now, I mean, Pringles of course aren't discontinued, but I just remember snacking on certain things during this time that are now discontinued. Philadelphia cheesecake bars. (laughs) (laughs) I know that we talked about this because I sent you the recipe during quarantine. Yeah, I mean, it was good. They were hella good. My mom always would buy them. And I think they only came in two or three flavors. Strawberry, plain, and maybe a, I don't know, a blackberry one. 
Yeah, but I I remember Surge drinking Surge. Mm-hmm. I remember that too. It's the one with the green can. Yeah, I think they brought it back for a little bit, or at least it was available on Amazon for a bit. Was that kind of like a Mountain Dewy type flavor? Yeah, yeah, okay. it was like a citrus. Mm. But do you remember Kudos bars? No. Oh, they were like these granola bars. It was like an M&M granola bar. And then Mm. they had, um, what else? Snickers and Dove. Nope. Oh, man. My mom always got that. But yeah. Uh, French Toast Crunch Cereal and Waffle Crisp Cereal. Did you ever have them? I did. I didn't know those were discontinued. Yeah, French toast? I feel like they... French? Yeah. They were, like, (laughs) bread-sized. Or shaped... They were, like, these bread-shaped cereals. Yeah, I remember that. I I didn't know they don't sell it anymore. I think they might have tried to bring them back. Oh. Not waffle crisps. I think those don't exist anymore. I I swear I saw waffle crisps, like, at Walmart. Really? I gotta look... Yeah, I I think waffle crisps are still around. Are they? I'm gonna get them if they are. <laughs> yeah. I remember when those cereal boxes used to have prizes in them or like some sort of toy in them. They don't anymore. No, I think I don't think they have that anymore. Oh. Did you? What are some of your favorite '90s or early 2000s discontinued snacks? I don't think any of them got discontinued. Well, is Fruitopia still around? It's not. Oh, okay. Then Fruitopia. Yeah, Fruitopia is good. I would always get a bottle every morning in middle school. Just carry it around all day. Man. JT cannot find the Ace of Spades can. And Liberty says she will sue his ass if he doesn't find it. And she gets Spinner to intimidate JT. And then JT realizes that it's in his his locker, so he's looking for the can in his locker. And I noticed that he had the wrestler China, <laughs> like a picture of China in his locker. <laughs> Were you like a WWF fan? Um, I wasn't like a big fan, but I I watched it whenever my brother watched it. Yeah, and it was during when The Rock was in it still yeah same yeah I was a big uh wrestling fan because of my brother like around 98 99 2000 like the Mm -hmm. time of Stone Cold Steve Austin The Rock The Undertaker I think they're called WWE now yeah they are I remember when that happened too because they didn't want to get confused with the it was like the wildlife oh yeah the one with the pandas yeah (laughs) but yeah none of that exists anymore but did you have a favorite wrestler yeah it was the rock i had a big crush on did you i i love the rock dwayne johnson now i feel like he's a good person i'm sure he is yeah my favorite wrestler was gold bill goldberg and i i don't know if he's I feel like he made a recent appearance, but maybe not. But I'm going to talk about this story because I don't feel like there's a another time that wrestling is going to come up. Okay, that's <laughs> fine. Do you know who DDP is? 
No. Diamond Dallas Page? Nope. So this was during the prime of WWF for me. I ran into Diamond Dallas Page and it was in Vegas when I was with my family and I was like eight or nine years old and they had a wrestling pay-per-view match going on in Vegas and me and my family we were going to check into our hotel and we were walking around the casino towards the elevators with our luggage and I see fucking DDP walking with his luggage nobody was around him and I'm like staring at him hella starstruck (laughs) and I just smiled at him and he noticed me and he just smiled and he made room for me to pass (laughs) the end Mm. I I hear he's a really stand-up dude in real life so I heard he's like the (laughs) nicest person no one else in your family recognized him my brother did I don't know why he didn't say anything oh yeah Oh, yeah. I I just have a lot of memories of wrestling (laughs) because that was a a big part of my childhood, too. Mm -hmm. I this is hella random. But when we were kids, I I have a bunch of guy cousins and him and my brother or them and my brother, they would always like uh, do wrestling matches in my grandma's house. And yeah. my grandma, she would let them use like pans and oh my gosh. But they wouldn't really hit them. <laughs> like they wouldn't hit each other with it for real. But you know, just like fake wrestling ones. Right. <laughs> but it was still hella funny thinking about it. <laughs> did you ever partake? They fucking made me. <laughs> really? So you did? Yeah. That's so funny. God. That's weird. My brother and our male cousins used to do that too. Oh yeah, I feel like that was such a dude thing, especially since yeah. wrestling was so big back then. Mm-hmm. My brother would always try to like try wrestling moves on me, and I would sometimes I'd end up crying. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, yeah. When me and my brother were younger, we always he wanted to always try something, <laughs> always ending in tears. Yeah. But yeah, I know that WWE, they don't do man on female, male on female antagonism anymore. So like, like they can't choke slam them. They can't hurricane Rana them. They can't stink face them. <laughs> so we find out that JT's chip can is also an ace of clubs, not an ace of spades. So they end up with the same, two of the same chip cans and they stuff JT in his locker. And that's the episode. <laughs> So Manny and Emma, they have a lot of fights throughout Degrassi, uh, but they always end up making up and becoming friends again. Do you remember your biggest fight with your friend? Yeah, I I had several. I feel like I've had fights, not physical fights, but I guess the disagreements with each friend I've Mm -hmm. had. Mm -hmm. But I think the biggest one was the most stupidest one. It, it was in high school, and I borrowed a friend's pants because I think I I stained my pants from a period. I don't remember why I needed to borrow pants, mm-hmm. but I needed to borrow pants. So she gave me her pants from, I think it was PE. I don't remember, but she gave me her pants and I wore it all day, and then I guess I went home and put it in the wash, 
I don't remember what happened to it, but I couldn't find it anymore. Like I just lost the pants. <laughs> yeah. So the next day she was asking me about the pants and I told her I couldn't find it. And for some reason that that made her blow up in anger. <laughs> Yeah, like she she got really mad and I don't know if she was insinuating that I really had the pants and I just didn't want to give it back to her. Mm-hmm. But that caused such a weird rift between us, like it lasted for months. And it was stupid because I felt so bad that I lost a pants, so I bought new pants and gave it to her, but Yeah, she got even more angry that I got her new pants. And she's, I remember she specifically said, I just want the pants that you stole. It wasn't like it was like from a thrift store. It was like new pants that I probably got from Target or something. Yeah, that's why it's the most stupidest one. Yeah. Like it was over pants. Jesus. Yeah, you would think it was about something else, but nope. Every podcast episode, me and Sue will pick our Degrassi callouts and Degrassi shoutouts. We're going to call out the worst character of the episode and shout out the best character of the episode. So who are you calling out for Wannabe? I'm calling out Emma Mm -hmm. for obvious reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Just not supporting her friend for... Oh, she said this really strange line to Manny. She she said something about don't come crawling back to me when Paige backstabs you. Oh yeah. Which is strange because she she kind of already backstabbed Manny by writing that article. Right. At least that's how I see it, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, Emma sucks in this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was also between Emma and Paige. Emma, I feel she reacted more out of jealousy that her friend was going to drop her like a hot potato. Also, she is young, so her feminism, I think, is reflective of that. So mm-hmm. I'm picking Paige again. <laughs> I feel bad <laughs> for picking Paige again. because She's like my favorite, one of my favorite female characters. But she time and time again shows that she is a shitty friend and she threw hazel under the bus when she threatened to throw manny under the bus when it was all her idea to rip the articles out of the grapevine Mm -hmm. Uh, i just think Paige. she's very one note in this season yeah but she gets a lot better again she's like my second favorite female character so she gets better Who are you going to shout out for this episode? Mine is Manny. Yep. Yeah. I don't know why I... <laughs> I don't know why I'm picking her, though. I just couldn't think of anyone else to shout out. Yeah. No, I picked Manny, too. I think Manny's, like, really the only choice. Because she was very patient with Emma. More than yeah. Emma deserved. And she stood up for herself against Paige pretty fearlessly. Mm-hmm. I came across an old Degrassi promo from the end, and the tagline was, Degrassi, 100% intense. 
So I thought this would be a fun new thing to do, but let's start giving all the Degrassi episodes we do an intensity rating. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, what would you give Wannabe on the intensity rating? I would give it a 20. Oh, okay. Is that high? No, because I almost went with 22. Oh, I... okay. Yeah, 20. Okay. It's, it's okay. Like, there, there isn't really anything controversial about it. Right. Yeah. I give it an 18% intense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's 18% intense. 12% sentences that end with a girl, 30% Pringles crumbs, and 40% Emma staring behind the glass of the door. <laughs> it wasn't an intense episode. That 18% was purely the stare down between Manny and Paige because it was the start of a very long rival- rivalry between these two. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You'll see. But oh, it's exciting. a rivalry. I'd never, <laughs> I would have never thought that Manny versus Paige would be a thing. Oh, it's a big thing. Okay. Oh, exciting. We want to know what your favorite discontinued snack is. Drop us a comment on our Instagram at Podcast or email us at hellanostalgicpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter, so follow us at Nostalgic. For our next episode, we will be recapping the season one finale, episode 15 of Degrassi, The Next Generation. It's going to be a fun one. Come reminisce with me, Monica. And Sue. Next time on Hell in Nostalgia.